welcome to Murder with Mayo. I'm Pete. I'm Shanna. We are going to talk to you about awful people. Persons. Just one. <laughs> Just one awful person. And he's face and to be fair, he's not convicted. <laughs> well, that's awfully nice of you. <laughs> I told you I bring the sunshine. You do bring the sunshine. Which is hard to do in this story. Oh yeah. It's, because... It involves Christmas and children, so Yeah. Yeah. If your thing is Christmas. Or children. <laughs> or children. Yeah. I mean, I don't like Christmas and I still think it's pretty ridiculous. Christmas in general is ridiculous? Or well, this story. story. Yeah, this story is. I mean, Christmas also is <laughs> <laughs> So Christmas deserves whatever it gets. Yes, exactly. Dang it, Christmas. Not on account of the murder, but... Now, what if this happened on Halloween? Everyone would be like, well, it is Halloween. And Shannon would be like, get out of my holiday. Yeah, I'd be like, don't, don't sully my holiday with your murder. That's Which is ironic for Halloween, that you don't want that to happen on Halloween. The day before, that's the devil's night. You can do whatever you... Not, don't, don't do whatever you want. Please don't do whatever you want. <laughs> At the, I think Satan but, would approve. Yeah, I mean, of doing whatever you want. It's his night. You you do what you do. But then Halloween's for scary, spooky, not murder. Okay, you heard it here first. <laughs> Don't do whatever you want the day before <laughs> Halloween. Is that part of our disclaimer at the, at the beginning of everything? Don't do whatever you Don't want. Don't do whatever you want. Or don't get caught. Yeah, be good or be good at it. Um, I was gonna say that. Yeah, like that's a good way to end this. Like, like. Stay wild. Don't but, get caught. But don't get caught. Yeah. Okay, that can be your catchphrase. Yeah. I like stay wild. <sighs> yeah. Obviously. The tattooed on my finger. On her finger, which is ironic because her stay wild tattoo refuses to stay on her finger. For real. <laughs> it's like worn off. The stay Let's is see. solid AF. Yeah, the stay. Well, that's, that's cool. The stay has stayed, but wild is like faded, which is like, I do what I want. Yeah, it just won't. Yeah. And I've had it redone twice. Oh, I love in that. like months. I don't know why. I just love that the stay wild refuses to stay put. It's doing what it wants, staying wild. Yep. All right. <clears throat> we are going to discuss this awful, awful man named I don't know. I lost his name. It's a it's a it's a famous name, actually. It's unfortunate that he has this name. James Brown? No. Oh. William Wallace. <laughs> Seriously, his name's William Wallace. Isn't no, ironically, really? yeah, and he's what not. What the hell is it? He's not free. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Just kidding. Okay. Why? And he's been uh, in prison for ten years waiting for this trial, and they recent then they just um they just brought charges to him in March. So he's been he's been in jail for ten years waiting trial. Interesting. Yeah, because I would he, like to look into this more. I mean, I didn't. Again. Well, you're investing. You're investigating another murder. We're yes, going to talk about. but that's gonna take time. This one was just like a quick, like, can you fucking believe this? Yeah, murder. Nuts. Um, whoops. Point. Um. Well, I think he was held on one million dollar bond. The judge wasn't messing around. Well, so, and it's interesting. Bail, yeah, bail. Like I said I would like to read more into it because you would think he would, you know, your whole right to a speedy trial and whatnot, unless he waived that right. Probably because he knows he's going to die. Guilty AF. Guilty, yeah. Yeah. Can I use acronyms? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you can't say potty words. That's my thing. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't steal my thing. Okay, so the headline of this, are you ready for this? 
Go for it. Man propped dead wife on couch, then had kids open Christmas gifts in front of body. Oh, gosh. Man, why? Why? Is this so messed up? Also, I want to tell everybody, Pete and I are very similar in age, right? A mm-hmm. year, yeah, maybe? Yeah, within a year. So when I read this, I was like, dude, he's straight weekend at burning her. <laughs> <laughs> And Pete had no idea what the hell I was talking about. Because he's never seen that movie, and I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm so, sorry. You know what? My... I want you to know that I tried to purchase it for you and your wife this last weekend. Really? But I couldn't find it because it's so old. It's not that old, but old enough that I can't find okay. it anymore. So from the context, I imagine that Weekend at Bernie's is about some people who killed somebody and propped them up on a couch. Oh, they, like, take him around town. It's funny. It's a comedy. <laughs> Oh, man, this it's a comedy. This is story. not a comedy. It's not a comedy. No, because it involves it's Christmas. Funny. It's not yeah. funny. Um, so, at the time of the death, the, her death, the mother, these children were eight, three, and seven weeks old. Oh, seven weeks. Little baby, baby. <sighs> and are you telling me this eight-year-old didn't realize something? I mean, they did, obviously. This kid's got issues because of this. Atrocious man. So, prosecutors say Florida man killed his wife, allegedly. I left that word out. Well, thank you for... Um. (laughs) Oh, man. Shanna the juror. (laughs) Guilty. Yeah, no. You prop your wife up, like... Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah, you don't just come across your dead wife and be like, oh, let's have one last Christmas together. That didn't happen. He killed her and then was like, shit. What's worse? I'll get there. Anyways, the whole thing's worse. Okay. Allegedly killed his wife, propped her up on Christmas morning for their kids to open gifts in front of her body. William Wallace of Anaheim, Florida. Nothing good ever happens in Florida. Sorry for all the Florida people, but Florida's the bad Anaheim, Florida? I thought there was an Anaheim in California. I was totally on the wrong coast. Okay, so Anaheim, Florida. Okay. That's why this story came out of the Orange County Register newspaper. And it, it totally makes sense why he's been in prison for so long awaiting trial because it's Florida. And their justice system is asinine. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that you keep up with the uh, the justice systems of various states. Uh, mostly just Florida because it's such a shit show. <laughs> Florida's a shit show and Texas has an express lane to the death penalty. I know these things. Oh. Those are the only two states I know about. I know more about those states than our own state. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> he was charged in the 2011 killing of his wife, Zazel Preston. She was 26. Oh, man. So, he was 13 years older than Yeah. Ugh, yeah. oh, gosh. It's awful. It allegedly occurred during a violent argument on Christmas Eve. According to the Orange County Register, during his trial on Monday, obviously, Monday that it occurred. <laughs> Prosecutors claim that on Christmas morning, Wallace placed Preston's body on the sofa with sunglasses on and proceeded to have their kids open gifts. He also told their children, Mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. Oh, man. So not only... Talk about blaming other people. Right? Like, not only is he ruining their Christmas by this re- horrible thing he's done, but then he tried to blame it on her. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Awful. Uh, my eight-year-old would know if I was dead or not. Like, this kid knew. Like, like sunglasses yeah. keep her from... Ugh, so awful. So, at the time, the two, the eight and the three-year-old 
were his daughters, it sounds like. And then the couple shared the seven-week-old baby. She was studying to become a domestic violence counselor at the time, mm. which just adds a little salt to the wound. Asked her what happened. Well, Christmas. that tells a little bit about this relationship. I'll get into it later, but oh, well, yeah. She but was, I mean, obviously, she knew. Well, if she's the the fact is, she was attracted to violent men. I believe that that that's true in this case. If she's studying to be a domestic violence counselor, she wants to be in it. She wants to be involved in it. Like a, like a wounded healer who knows what it's like and then turns to heal. She uh, is involved in domestic violence and she wants to be a counselor <laughs> for it. And you laugh at that. I'm That's not wonderful. laughing at what you said. I'm laughing because when you said a wounded healer, I was picturing a dog in my mind. Oh, a wounded healer. Oh, so that when gosh. you said that turns into a healer and I was like, are they already a healer? <laughs> gosh. I was really having a hard time. I'm tired. I was having a hard time following that. But no, you're right. I okay. agree with you. And I didn't mean to laugh. I was laughing. Wounded at... healers are good dogs. Well, you know, people often refer to abused women like a wounded dog, you know. Like, oh, I see a wounded healer. Yeah, like, I get you can it. kick my dog. I can't kick my... No, I can kick my dog. You can't kick my dog. Wow. We're moving on. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, but dogs I'm a dude. I, you. I don't think I can say anything derogatory about women because I'm a dude. That's true. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? But women can talk shit about men and women. Yeah, well, not not necessarily strange, I don't think. Mm. Like I can I can talk about the mess I can talk about veterans because I'm a veteran and I can say that's like I can talk trash about other veterans because you know they're blah blah blah. But uh, veterans are like a protected demographic. But like, I can't talk about that. Veterans. No, you can't. I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. I like it. Um, I would never, for the record, talk bad about veterans. But just except this guy, unless he's a, if he's a veteran, we'll talk bad about him. Yeah, then we're gonna talk shit about him. But <laughs> we don't know if he's a veteran. That has nothing to do with him being a veteran. No, That's an unfortunate fact. If he is. Man, so here we are with him on Christmas Day. Um, he murdered his wife. She's propped up on the couch. Kids open presents. He said she ruined Christmas. And sometime during Christmas Day, he gets arrested. Yeah, but first, so he's telling, his his attorney claims his client is being accused of something that is not his fault and that Preston got drunk and fell on a glass table hitting her head. Right, and another article in the Orange County Register said, Wallace's attorney said neighbors heard what sounded like angry yelling outside the apartment complex. And the defense attorney says Preston's older daughter, the eight-year-old, saw her mother trip and fall onto a table before Wallace could stop her. Oh, so the there's the defense has some story behind she fell on the glass table. See, and again, interesting, because that girl would be 18 now. I wonder mm. how she feels, like what her recollection of it is now. So, because the she also said they also said the daughter helped pull glass out of the mother's body and clean her wounds. Ooh, that's messed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, eighteen year old without memory would be messed up. Yeah. So, and then he moved her to the bathtub, but Preston's head struck something else in the bathroom on the way. Oh my gosh. Wallace told multiple people that his wife had suffered a concussion after falling and hitting her head the previous night and not had not woken up. Several months before her death, though, Preston had enrolled in classes at Cypress College where she was studying to become a... a yeah, yeah, domestic violence proof. So, obviously, I mean, 
I shouldn't say obviously, but it would seem she's familiar with domestic violence, possibly was looking for a way out in herself and wanting to save people in her similar situation. Wallace had told the cops while they were there that he had, like, they got into an argument and he had thrown her around a bit. Where was the quote? I tossed her around a bit. Yeah, so, and they, based on blood in the house, they say her body was dragged from the bedroom to the living room couch. Police found blood throughout the apartment, along with holes punched in walls and a door off its hinges. Preston was still slumped over on the sofa when the paramedics arrived. In a call to one of Preston's relatives after her death, Wallace said he was, quote, on my way to the penitentiary. What? Yeah. So he's saying I'm guilty for something. He's, yeah. Or, or, well, we can't say that. Just saying you're on your way to jail just means he's scared of going to jail. Like, oh, I might as well go now. Whether or not he's guilty, he knows he's he's in for a ride. I feel like maybe not, though, because he said I'm on my way to the penitentiary. I feel like the wording is relevant. That's just like if I do something and I go, oh, my gosh, I'm going to jail. Right, because you're going to jail. Like, you don't have fam- you're not familiar with it. But you, like, this guy knows what the difference between jail and penitentiary right. is. Oh, yeah, well. Yeah, your average person that does something stupid. That makes sense. He's he's charged with first degree murder and could face 25 to life. Right. Well, like, so, for instance, <laughs> I joke about murder a lot, which is terrible. But my ex-husband and I used to joke with each other about stuff like that, about murdering each other. And so then we would, you know, watch like 2020 or something yeah. like that. And he disappeared. Yeah. And then he, he doesn't, he's not around anymore. Um, no. We're, we're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> he's alive and well. Um, but when we would watch like 2020 and stuff like that, I'd be like, you realize if you die, I'm going to jail for sure. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. They tap your like view, oh, your yeah. viewing history. People are going to be like, she used to joke about how, you know, she was going to kill, kill him. Yeah. And, you know, he would make cracks about doing something, you know, I'm going to yeah. go jump off a roof or whatever. Well, even on this show, we've joked about you like knowing everything about murder. and Yeah. Yeah. It'll, would, it'll come yeah. up in 10 years and I'll be like, oh my gosh, you were the creepy killer of san jose valley exactly yeah i mean it could happen yeah and that's why i told him he would you know joke about jumping off a roof when he was having a bad day at work and i'd be like "Mm, you're worth more dead to me than alive go for it you know like okay so him saying i'm on way to the penitentiary means more than guys i'm in trouble i feel like it does i feel like it's very telling like he's like hey guys i'm going to prison just so you know like oh yeah i don't think it was more of like a this doesn't look good for me or Something like that. I feel like his choice of words was very telling. And I, I could be wrong. I think um, this is also an interesting study in um, a battered women, in abused women. Um, yes. She, unfortunately, is not a survivor of domestic violence. So this is an important conversation to have, I think. Um, there's a question, why do women, why are women attracted to aggressive men? Why, we know women who constantly go back to uh, abusive relationships. There's a study in Germany in 2013, and the uh, the German scientists act asked about a thousand women, 1,200 women, uh, about a fictitious character, and then they rated him on aggress- whether they'd have a long-term relationship, get into oh, let me see here, a date, a steady boyfriend, life partner, platonic friend, sexual affair, or one-night stand, to, uh, based on um, his his face and his behavior. And also whether or not that woman was ovulating, 
or she was on oral contraceptives because I guess that messes with your ovulation. Mm -hmm. It screws you up. Um, so they found out that women were more attracted to... So there are two types of men, dads and cads. So dads are um, typically more com commitment-oriented, they're faithful, and they're reliable, yet they're, they're not as good-looking. And I'll just say that I have five kids. <laughs> I've been married for almost two decades, and I have no problem being a dad. I know what I am. We're there. So they have dads. They're not as handsome. They're not. They're not as charismatic, and they're not as dominant as the cads. Cads, however, even though they're strong and they possess attractive genes, they are more susceptible to the dark triad, as they call it, which is Machiavellianism, which is uh, anything it takes to get there, uh, psycho uh, psychopathology, which is all sorts of stuff, and narcissism. So it's a personality, meaning that aggressive men will will say, it's my way or the highway. There's... Anyway, the German study in 2013 looked at it through the evolutionary lens, saying that men who were uh, stronger and more uh, brutal were going to war, and they found that they were just good for short-term relationships. Either one-night stands or... Um... Oh, what was it? It was either a one-night stand or a single date. And a sexual affair. Sexual affair or one-night stand. And um, being more susceptible during ovulation to square jaws, loud demeanor, I get what I want no matter what, because they want to pass those genes on to their children. However, they know that they won't be able to um, support the children. So I guess women kind of lose their cool when they ovulate. Yes, so while you were, I remember reading about this, while you were saying that, I was looking at this. There is a, um, in medical news today, there is a study, stereotypical belief holds that the majority of women prefer dominant men with a masculine body type. But new research suggests that most women are only attracted to this type of man for a few days a month while they're ovulating. Yes. They do not want them as long-term partners. They want the dad. They want yep. that as the partner. And get your stuff together, women. <laughs> oh my gosh. Listen to this. This is from the study. That This is from a review. It's a um, PhD in Washington, D.C., a licensed psycho, uh, the clinicist, Vanita Mehta, um, in Washington, D.C., did a review of this German study. And she said, dominant men who derive pleasure from being aggressive deliver scant relationship benefits because they pose a threat to the family. They show decreased parental investment and have affairs. Consequently, and as expected, the women in the study preferred less aggressive men for long-term relationships. So, I think the uh, the lesson here from William Wall and the Scotsman in me recoils at that, but the lesson here is know thyself. And don't trust your body when it's ovulation time. Oh, absolutely not. So, I knew that in high school. If a girl is like all over, maybe it's just me. <laughs> but if a girl is like all over you, the chances are that's a really high risk time. So if you mess around and do the hibbity dibbity when she's on it, um, you're gonna have a baby. That's where babies come from. That's where babies come from, exactly. Yeah, and so I wonder, like women that are drawn to these aggressive men. Well, I feel like 
with all my psychology experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is Pete's forte, not mine. Um, I think some, a lot of times with aggressive men, it's a trauma response from women. Like, mm. not necessarily like something bad happened to them, but even if they just grew up in a um, chaotic environment, they look for that same kind of, you're, they're comfortable in the chaos. Comfortable in the chaos, yep, that's right. And so then, unfortunately, sometimes those men are also aggressive and, you know, but sometimes it leads to very passionate love affairs, you know, because mm-hmm. passion can go all kinds of directions. So. Yeah, and I, I guess they found over 12, 1,200 women that was, in every study, it's statistically more likely, but it's not, um, you know, insured. It's not guaranteed that a woman is that way or that a man is that way. You can be um, like the oldest born child. Alfred Adler had a whole birth order um, theory and first born children were usually more aggressive and more dominant and stuff like that. So you can be dominant and you can appear dominant in your family and a woman would be attracted to that even though you're not a psychopath right. logical narcissist. Yeah, you're not going to, you know killer and prop her up on the couch yeah it was just the fact that she wanted to be a domestic violence counselor and it was obvious that she really was like she wanted to be in it maybe she had a hero thing with him but the fact that she's she was attracted to an aggressive man there's a reason for that there's biology behind it and all y'all women listening (laughs) know that for a few months a few days a month you're gonna want a cad so so check it yeah, and that means also if you're married and oh, yeah. you got to be, be careful. And be also, careful. you know, you might be hating on your husband a couple days out of the month because he doesn't fit the bill, but he fits the bill the rest of the time. Well, I appreciate Zazel's contribution to my education. I'm just sorry that it had to come this way. Right? It's really super sad. Yeah. Her interest in... Being involved with domestic violence, though, also makes me feel like she fits the comfort and the chaos. Like, Oh, maybe she had a history where she needed a man that was like her dad or yeah. something. Yeah, and then she wanted to be involved in other people's domestic situations and help fix them. Yeah, well, we're speculating at this point. Um, Aren't we always speculating? No, we know for sure. Well, you are, maybe. <laughs> he has, like, an education and stuff. <laughs> I do not. I am always speculating. Well, I think... Um, yeah. Well, I think we could leave Zazel alone. We can hate on William Wallace and uh, and his history, but when we talk about her past, I think um, her daughters, you know, they, they deserve their mom. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, we'll leave it to that. Before we end that, I'm going to say a little note. If you are experiencing domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233. Or go, go to thehotline.org. All calls are toll-free and confidential, and it is available 24-7 in more than 170 languages. Wow. Thank you for that. All right. Well, stick around, and we'll talk about more messed up people. On Murder with Mayo.